Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Key Reese. And guys, you know the VMAs were yesterday, the wildest of award shows. Some crazy stuff happened. Some crazy stuff is still unfolding from some of the videos that are coming out. We are going to get into that because we have some thoughts and feelings as always. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gosh? I want more headlines. Kicking it off with some scary and exciting news, a teaser for Olivia Wilde's much-anticipated movie, Don't Worry Darling, was released today and it is both sexy and terrifying. So the movie's set in the 1950s and it centres around a housewife who is played by Florence Pugh and she lives in this experimental utopian community with her husband, played by Harry Styles. And she starts to worry that her husband's company is too good to be true. So it's Olivia Wilde's directorial follow-up to her debut film, Booksmart, which came out in 2019. And it's, of course, the film that she and Harry Styles very publicly fell in love on. Okay, so because it's a teaser and not a trailer, it's mainly visual and music, but it packs a punch. We're not going to play it on here because it'd just be silly, but it flashes to Florence Poolside. There's a sex scene between the two of them. There's a bit of a water ballet moment and a near-death experience with Florence's character fighting to kind of free herself from being suffocated from what it looks like to be glad wrap around her head and face, all while dressed as a Stepford wife. So it sounds very relatable. Olivia also stars in the movie alongside Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Kiki Lane, Sydney Chandler and Nick Kroll. And it will be in theatres September 2022. So a whole year we're going to have to wait for that. Hopefully we get an extended trailer soon. Well, today marks the triumphant return of the Metropolitan Museum of Art's Costume Institute Gala. God, that's a mouthful. Better known as the Met Gala to us normal folk. Fashion's Night of Nights is back after being cancelled last year thanks COVID and the theme this year is In America, an Anthology of Fashion, which Vogue writes is an ode to three centuries of identity, politics and style in the US of A. Look, it actually didn't disappoint because I feel like this theme was the right amount of vagueness for people to be able to interpret it in a good, exciting way. Some of the highlights included Billie Eilish making her Met debut in a peach Oscar de la Renta gown, as did Elliot Page, his first appearance since coming out as transgender in December and he wore a black Balenciaga suit and sneakers. Jennifer Lopez in a Ralph Lauren cowboy western getup attended without Ben Affleck. She wanted that Met carpet all to herself and I do not blame her. 
Also, my favourite moment, drawing inspo from Lady Gaga's infamous strip-down moment on the Met carpet for the 2019 Met Gala, which was Camp's Notes of Fashion theme, Lil Nas X arrived in a three-piece Atelier Versace look, stripping off a golden cloak with a train to reveal a metallic gold suit of armour, which peeled off to then reveal a heavily beaded golden sparkly cat suit. What do we do to deserve him? And finally, our BDE, we don't know if it sounds for douche, we don't know if it sounds for dick, Pete Davidson wearing Tom Brown in what he described as a slutty nun look. But what I want to talk about really quickly before we move on is the fact that Nicki Minaj tweeted before the red carpet began that she wouldn't be attending due to the proof of vaccination mandate that's been set for all guests who are attending. She said, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I've done enough research. I'm working on that right now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. So her fans who are very loyal to her also are very smart and said, hey, Nikki, that's not actually accurate and pointing out the benefits of being vaccinated. And then things got a little bit weird because this is what she said. She goes... My cousin in Trinidad won't get vaccinated because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. Sorry, I'm not laughing at the fact that he's impotent. I'm just laughing at the fact that she tweeted this. It's so wild, yeah. She goes, his friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Do not listen to Nicki Minaj, okay? She's got no idea what she's talking about. Usually I don't care what kind of wild stuff celebs tweet, but that is just medical misinformation that someone could take as fact. And I think Twitter needs to step in and just we go account yeah. for a little bit. Take it down. Look, if you're on Twitter, go report it so we can get it taken down right now. There were also a lot of rumours that that was also the reason, not the impotence, <laughs> the proof of vaccination mandate, that Kylie Jenner had also pulled out last minute. So this morning, the star confirmed that she would not be attending via an Instagram story writing, I'm so sad I couldn't make it this year. I can't wait to see all of the looks. She instead chose to fly back to LA because she had been in New York for Fashion Week. But a source cleared that up with page six and said, it wasn't the proof of vaccination that was the issue. They said Kylie's pregnant. It's a lot to take on going to such a public event. And like that does sound like a lot of work for a pregnant person. Sister Kendall was in attendance as well as mom, Chris Jenner and her partner, Corey Gamble. And surprising, but also not surprising, Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West arriving together, decked out in probably the most boring look, which they obviously think is groundbreaking, like florals and spring, (laughs) head to toe black, complete with face covers. It's very much that look that's kind of been rolling out for the pair of them with this new release of Donda and obviously her being heavily photographed arriving in New York City a couple of days ago in that full kind of gimp mask. They were only stopping for pictures, no red carpet interviews, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And then something that I thought was super cute to finish it off. The US gymnastics team were there. So gold medal winner Suni Lee, as well as Nia Dennis, who was in like the Stella McCartney catsuit that was electric blue and like did an actual gymnastics routine on the carpet, which I'm like, I feel like we need more people who have skills attending the Met Gala and not just like hot and skinny. And Simone Biles, the goat, she was wearing a gown by Aria, which she said took her from the mat to the Met. Yes, girl, I saw what you did there. And it weighs almost 40 kilos. She legit had a team of six men carrying her dress. And you must look at these photos because they are just amazing. Well, it has been a massive week in Celebrity World because this week we also had the 2021 MTV Video Music Awards. It's like whiplash going from that to the Met Gala. And as one of the industry's more infamous and wild award shows, it really didn't disappoint. 
So just to recap a few big moments of the night, Lil Nas X was one of the most talked about celebrities, so it is almost just like the Met Gala. So during his groundbreaking performance, he paid tribute to people living with HIV as he performed his two hits, Industry Baby and Montero. He also took home the biggest award of the night, which is Video of the Year, for his iconic lap dancing on Satan video, which when it came out, Keen, I did a whole debrief on it, was amazing, Montero. So it was nice to see him have a big win for the night. In other news... Travis Scott won for Best Hip Hop Video for his collaboration with MIA and Young Thug. The only thing that really made headlines around that is that he didn't thank Kylie Jenner in his acceptance speech, which I think is fine. There's a lot happening around stage. I'm sure they're all together. I don't think it's the red flag everyone thinks it is. In other news that will make everyone feel inadequate, Blue Ivy Carter became (laughs) the youngest person to ever win a VMA thanks to her involvement in Beyonce's Brown Skin Girl video, which won for Best Cinematography. Good on you, Blue Ivy. That kid is very cool. And Olivia Rodrigo gave her first ever VMA performance just before she picked up Song of the Year for her hit Driver's License. So those videos online, if you haven't seen it, it's a pretty great performance. But as always with the VMAs, the biggest headlines were not really about who won the awards, but more about some of the outrageous stuff that was happening on the sidelines. So one of the biggest arrivals of the night, of course, was one of the sexiest couples in Hollywood right now, which is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly being their sexy selves on the red carpet. And they made a big splash because Megan was wearing one of those iconic naked dresses. It doesn't matter how many times people wear these. They never get old when they're done right. Mm -hmm. So in this case, she was wearing a sheer Mugler gown with crystals over an embellished thong and a nude corset bra. It looked absolutely amazing. And people were likening it in a very positive way to Rosemary. McGowan's famed naked dress that she wore to the 1999 VMA Awards, but that was even more of a full naked dress. And I'm glad people are remembering how awesome she looked instead of the fact that she was there with creeper Marilyn Manson. Key, what did you think of this sexy duo coming down the red carpet? I feel like you'd have some feels. Don't worry about being inappropriate. This is a safe space. They honestly looked so good. Like Machine Gun Kelly, I mean, he looked good in that red suit. You know, he did his job, but she was the jewel she was the shining jewel on his arm and she was just kind of like oozing. Even in the interviews that she was doing, she was just like so sexy and it was like hard to watch because I was just like getting a little bit flushed watching her. (laughs) But I really think like she's so come into her own because she's always been someone that's like very in control of her sexuality, but it happened at a time where it wasn't widely accepted. So I feel like now she's really able to be the person that she wants to be and not be super judged by it. Like people are really embracing it, media are embracing it. So much so that they just completely took over my Instagram feed yesterday. Like it was a mixture of them and then Courtney and Travis, obviously. But really, that was it. A little bit of little Narsex because that little Kim reference on the carpet with that lavender suit with the train thing. Honey, we love a good reference. But anyway, I want to get to this fight. Can we talk about the fight? This is the thing that is really making headlines from the night. So there was a red carpet altercation between US. Yeah, it was only a scuffle, but because we don't usually get to see people punch each other on the red carpet. It's very exciting. So it was between UFC fighter Conor McGregor and also Machine Gun Kelly. And no one's exactly sure what happened because it was such a tangle of people, but there's a few videos that caught it. One of them's already had like 1.5 million views just in a few hours afterwards because people were trying to work out what happened. And it showed this 
this man on the red carpet like holding back Conor McGregor because he threw something at Machine Gun Kelly and then he was trying to grab him or fight him or something something happened there and all of a sudden this really large like kind of gasp goes up from the crowd and all these handlers because every time someone walks the red carpet they've got about five people walking them down and looking after them that's why there's so many people you don't see them in the red carpet photos there's so many people around them and they all started grabbing Machine Gun Kelly trying to pull him away and you can see Megan Fox is like almost getting pushed to the ground and people who really panicked and maybe shouldn't be in charge of organizing a red carpet I'm just gonna say were yelling I think it was all like the publicists yeah exactly but I mean stay cool calm and collected and just usher your person away they started yelling run run where's Megan she's there she just looks really like what the fuck is happening I'm in a like beautiful naked dress and I'm getting pushed to the ground but then all their security jumped in and they were led away but then they all just went in and it must have been too much of a big deal because they all just went in and Conor McGregor still got up and he was there presenting he introduced Justin Bieber and so it all seemed very cool and obviously the others went inside as well but then when Conor McGregor was asked by Entertainment Weekly afterwards they're like dude what the hell happened And he said, I don't know. He showed up and I don't know. I don't know the guy. Nothing happened with me. I only fight real fighters, people that actually fight. You know what I mean? I certainly don't fight little vanilla rapper boys. (laughs) I don't even know the guy. I don't know anything about him except he's with Megan Fox. Okay, so I have a little bit of intel because I was one of the people that watched this scuffle from many different angles. And apparently... Conor McGregor had asked to get a photo with Machine Gun Kelly and he declined. And then Conor McGregor literally drops his cane because he infamously broke his leg in his last UFC fight, which is fucked. It was like, honestly, the most disgusting thing I've ever watched. It was honestly so foul. It's making me feel sick now thinking about it. Anyway, drops his cane and then pegs water. And that's why everyone's screaming because the water's getting on them and they don't know what it is. And they're like, ah, And then he's like, tries to throw this wild punch, but he's quite sure. Like, obviously, the people he fights in the ring are like similar size to him. So it's just like this random punch in the air. And then Machine Gun Kelly's just like looking like really confused, like, man, are you trying to punch me from all the way over there? (laughs) And then the photographers were apparently really stressed out. They were like getting really angry at Conor McGregor, being like, what the hell? Like, we need this money shot. They're like the hottest couple in Hollywood right now, because as you said, they were ushered off the carpet and so it was like this huge thing but then they just came back triumphantly and they razzle dazzled all the way down that carpet honey oh so he did know who the little vanilla did. rapper boy was he's is such what a we're shit talker <laughs> he does this obviously he gets it from the fights like whenever people are fighting they're always talking shit about each other he's not truthful he knew exactly who he was and he was trying to get a pick and he got denied and of course the other thing that was making headlines was again our two sexy couples so we had travis barker and courtney kardashian who you know we've practically seen them having sex all over the globe it's very interesting but not unsurprising at this moment so i thought they really tried to play into that because travis and machine gun kelly were doing a live performance and in a stroke of kind of marketing genius from the VMAs they had Kourtney Kardashian and Megan Fox introduce them so they're standing side by side in their sexy dresses and then Megan Fox is obviously really loving the attention of people being so obsessed with not just their relationship as two couples but their relationship is this little quad of four sexy people who are hanging out together all the time so this is what she said in the intro next performer I've watched him grow and not just as an artist but also as as a person. I'm a fan too, and I think his drummer is super hot. New York, I need you to get extra loud for our future baby daddies, Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. She knows how to work a crowd. That's exactly what everyone has been wanting. 
to hear. (laughs) You know, there have been so many rumours about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker having a baby, which is definitely not true. But I think she just played into that so well. Like, she really knows how to rev up a crowd. I also think that, like, obviously she was with Bag for so long, Brian Austin Green, and I just feel like I feel mean saying this, but, like. Say it. She traded up. Like, she is in such a sexy relationship <laughs> now. Like, Bag was just like a bag of, like, stone holding her down, holding her back. <laughs> now she could just be the woman that she wants to be with Machine Gun Kelly, who had a poster of her on his wall as a teenager. Like, it's poetic. Yeah, exactly. And I love Kourtney Kardashian just looking. So Megan Fox is obviously, she knows how to play it for the camera. She's looking all sultry. She's, like, leaning back. She's arching into the camera. She's really working it. And Kourtney Kardashian, who... It's just become a celebrity by default because of her family, which she's very open about. Like, she hates being – it's so interesting that she had this huge thing about she didn't want to be in the public eye, she didn't want to work, she just wanted to be at home with her kids, obviously, because she made all this money off her family's show, and she was so against it. But now she's in this sexy relationship with Travis. She's wanting to kind of lean back more into the celebrity, but she's just so – deadpan and so smirking and so flat but it kind of works for her because she's a celebrity who doesn't want to be at any celebrity events not because she values her privacy because she just has this air of you're literally all annoying me it's such a weird juxtaposition with Megan but it kind of worked can we quickly address the fact of all the celebrities who are taking pictures in front of urinals did you see that oh what no Okay, they were all posing in front. Like there were lots of bathroom selfies. I think they're like bathroom selfies of the new selfie or something. The lighting wasn't wasn't even that's that good. That's at every but event, like, like the last few Met Galas and the Emmys. Like no yeah, one... but not like in the toilet cubicle. Yeah, that's gross. Like I can get like a normal like, hey, I'm at the basin washing my hands. Okay, let's get a cute little shot. This is like I've opened the door of the cubicles and I'm stood in front of the urinals and it's like Courtney. Oh, gross! No, you know I can't do bathroom. It's just really weird. And then even Madonna got in there and like posed Madonna yeah I mean it was just really weird it was really weird and it's a weird moment to end on I'm sorry no but I feel like when I was likening it to the others like obviously this is more extreme than the Met Gala but I think that like it seems that these celebrities on their Instagram accounts are trying to distance themselves from the glam. Like, they'll have the amazing red carpet photos yeah. and they're trying to show, like, we're the cool kids. We go smoke in bathrooms and hang out in urinals and take these, like, out-of-focus, grainy selfies in bathroom mirrors. And it's like they're trying to give themselves a bit of edge, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird kind of thing, but I didn't see any urinals. But No one will ever be as edgy as you and I. <laughs> yeah, well, next time we get together, let's take a photo in front of a urinal. What a fun time. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. Sorry to end on a slightly weird bathroom note there, yeah. but we'll just push on. Sorry about that. <laughs> While you're listening, please follow us, leave us a review. You guys know the drill. We read all of them and it helps our show so much. So this episode of The Spill was produced by myself, Laura Brodnick, and Madeline Joanno with audio production by Leah Porges. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.